What is going on, baseball fans? My name is Jack, doing hit by Lorenzo, also known as Rumble Pony. Haven't pulled that one out in a little bit. Bringing it and we back. Are back to the Weird Ice Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. How are we doing? We also have producer Wilson is with us, unfortunately. I'm doing good. I feel kind of safe right now because uh, for my loyal listeners, if you haven't noticed, we're audio only this episode. Audio only. So I feel like nice and safe. I'm not naked right now. I yep. feel free and comfortable. It's good. I'm completely naked, hanging upside down. Yeah, it's a it's a great time, Jack. How you doing? It's really fun. I'm doing great. Yeah, um, we are. We've been busy beavers. Got big stuff in the works. We are on the road. So the a couple for the, nomads. Yeah, we're nomadic <laughs> podcasters at the moment. So we will be trying to bring you the best quality audio wise for a little bit. Um, so hopefully that isn't a problem to you. And if it is, sucks. You can suck it. Can I be honest with you? There's something about an audio podcast, like an audio-only podcast, that feels really, like, comfortable to me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what – like, when I listen to a podcast that's, like, audio-only sometimes, I'll be like, oh, this is nice. I feel, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. I'm like, right. it's well, just we have, connected. We have crippling attention disorder. This is very true. So I, I love to pace. Like, if I'm – I'll pop in a good podcast – Maybe the Wicked Ice Podcast. We should leave a like and re- rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Add. That will, like, I'll pop one in and I'll take some swings off the tee. Ooh. I'll go on a run. I'll do dishes. Like, it, podcasting is the only media form that has made me wanted to do chores. And that is remarkable. It is so true, man. If I have a good episode of my favorite podcast, like, you got me into the Bad Friends podcast. No free ads. Banger. But, like, if I have a good episode of a podcast and on, like, it just came out. And I don't have anything to do. I'm just devastated. I'm like, I'm vacuuming today. It's the I'm worst. cleaning yeah. the floor. Because the absolute worst thing is you're like, oh, I got to pop it in. And hopefully this is relatable. You got to pop in the podcast. A brand new one came out. And maybe it's even on YouTube. I'll watch it, but then I can't fully get into it because I can't only watch it. Or I'll pop it in on the audio only and just sit down in my bed. Like, it, that's worst case scenario. It so is. then the best thing to do is like, I've learned is be proactive about it. It sounds like we're really giving advice, but we're just talking about it. We're just it. talking about how we had but, to pace around and yeah. do nothing. <laughs> and you you got to be, pro- be proactive with it and just pick something right away to do and then just let the podcast tear you through that. But it's that weird hour and 15 minutes of like, I've got to figure out something to do now. When I was working full time at the grocery store for the past two years of We Got Ice, thankfully that's lightened up a little bit. Thanks to you guys. Love you. Um, Ooh, yeah, yeah. The past – I would listen to five pods a shift. Like I was yeah. banging through podcasts. It the was best. ridiculous. There's nothing like relying on your phone in times of need. Is that not the best feeling? It, when you're in a doctor's bad. office and you can pull up Twitter, it's which I don't time. really go on Twitter that much, but you just need a silent thing that will take like 30 minutes of just waiting time suck it's it's just the best it's like i love technology and how it's ruining the world it really is you want to know who else i love jack i love our patrons and i would like to shout out our newest patron taylor griffin a big cube on the patreon jack he loves the podcast so much big he cube. wanted to get an extra episode every week and if you guys also love the podcast and the comfortable feeling that we bring into your home go to patreon.com slash we got ice it'll be linked below $5 a month gets you an extra episode of the podcast, a shout-out on this podcast, and access to a baseball-exclusive Discord server with me and Jack, where you get to find out what We Get Ice is always working, maybe why we're on the road right now, all these fun stuff. And also, if you're a fan of investing, if you invest $1 a month, you get you don't get the Patreon pod, but you get to join the Discord and just buy early 
in this community we're building, and it's a great, good old fun time. Hey, 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 Jack's big into stocks, so you got to buy when it's low, sell when it's high. Yes. We're always low, that. so it's always buy, buy, buy. That's true. There's never <laughs> time to sell for us. <laughs> Patreon.com slash ice. Again, oh. that'll be linked in the description. Thank you, Taylor. Also, if you do enjoy our podcast and the dumber aspects of it, maybe we can tell the people of the planet some of the topics we do on there because we do mainly we either just rant about what's going on or just personal stories or we'll do a draft like a random we did best flavors we did what are some other ones we did uh best flavors we did the ice cream championship bracket once we did the chip draft um we've done a bunch of drafts on there i love a good we did the winter sings draft a lot of the time to make it to our social media pages but if i'm being completely honest with you not even for like an ad I look forward to doing the Patreon podcast more than anything. It's like one day what we do on Patreon, I would love one day just to be like our straight podcast because I just love talking about random stuff. Um, Also, thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring this episode. More for them later. Use code ICE for 20% off the Lawnmower 4.0 package. But let's let's give the people some content. Let's talk some baseball. That's what we do. That's what we started doing when we started this whole podcast. Almost two years to the date, by the way. We Got Ice's one-year birthday is in four days. Are we getting a cake? (laughs) I feel what you said makes sense, but it also doesn't make sense. You said two years to the date coming up on its one-year anniversary. Well, We Got Ice is coming up on its one-year anniversary. Right. Turning 2 was the old podcast. That was a year old. Yeah. Yeah. We we Got Ice is almost one year old, Jack. Maybe we do a little segment coming up on, like, the whole future of it. Because there's, I mean, there's so much. And, I mean, there's We Got Ice. There's Turning 2 together. There's Turning 2 that I did solo. That's, like, day one, day one stuff. Before you, legacy. before you realize you needed me to carry you to success, and then you're right, like, ah, right. I'm not doing it well. But that's right. enough. Next episode, we'll have the whole We Got Ice Anniversary conversation. For now, let's talk about some baseball, Jack. We got a good amount of stuff to talk about today. Surprisingly, we had news. We were prepping for the podcast, and we're like, oh, we actually might have to leave some stuff to decide today. It felt so good to it just did. be able to throw stuff in a document and just be like, I have thoughts on this. Like, we don't have to scrape the bottom of the barrel. Or just that oaky afterbirth. Mm. Oaky's a good scent. I'm, I'm real. Mm-hmm. I've been really into scents lately. Like I like a good scented candle. I feel like I'm becoming my mom one day. At like one That's day at a time. That's super quirky. That's very quirky of you. Thank you. I like to be quirky. You want to know what's mm-hmm. also quirky? The Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> Great transition, right? There. We're back, baby. The Weekend Eyes podcast is back and better than ever. The Tampa Bay Rays. They had a whole. I guess controversies. I don't know how to exactly describe it, but it was a thing. It wasn't great set up there. Thank you. Um, so the Rays, we've gone the storyline of how they want to split time between Tampa, or they just don't actually play in Tampa, but in the Trop and then in Montreal. Kind of not move the team, but play half their games in Canada. Kind of do that whole switch up. There was kind of a big controversy there. I don't know if a ton of people were really for it, but we learned today that the MLB shut that down. I don't know when they exactly shut that down, but we learned that that was a, like, they were just like, no, you can't do that. So now that's kind of opened up the process of expansion teams and the Rays getting a new stadium, which is always baseball fans' most heated, heated topic because everyone hates the Trump. 
It's so weird. So this happened, and they had the press conference. The Tampa Bay Rays, like, front office and ownership had a press conference today. It was like a Zoom press conference. Came out of nowhere. It was just like, oh, we're having a press conference. And, like, they, the owners and, like, the front office of the Tampa Bay Rays were, like, were incredibly disappointed by the decision of MLB. Or, like, where they were really emphasizing, hey, we want to go to Montreal. Which made me wonder, as we'll talk about a little tease about relocation for Tampa Bay. I'm like, if you guys want to move the team so bad, why don't you just sell the team? Right. And it's such a weird topic because I think the organization is i know it's it can be controversial at times but i think it's a good baseball organization me too it's unique and it's i think it's good in the mlb so it's not one of those teams where like a couple years ago you'd say marlins just move the team like we're fine there or a horrible team just like we got another team there just move like you're the one-off i think the rays are doing something kind of fun that could stay there but then it just the ballpark is such a big issue because even if they're the best team in the league which Arguably, they've been they've been in the conversation the last couple of years. No one goes to the games, and if you have a have to have a playoff game in the trop with ceiling rules, like it's like it's Jim Wiffle Ball, like that's just that's not good for baseball. I think I agree with you. I think you're now nailed it on the head right there, Jack. I think the Tampa Bay Rays are good for baseball. I like right. they are. I think they're one. They're compelling story, very fascinating, good conversation topic. As maybe that's selfish as like a podcast host because it gives us stuff to talk about all the time. Oh yeah, but we love controversy. Oh, I love a good controversy. A good scandal really makes my day. But what I don't like is when other MOB teams try to replicate what the Tampa Bay Rays do. That's when we get into issue because if you have thirty organizations that don't really pay their players and prioritize young guys and don't really operate as a major league club with a small payroll that's when you get problematic but if you only have one team who's doing that that's quirky and interesting i'm just frustrated one rare w for rob manfred being like hey you guys aren't moving because i didn't know a single baseball fan that was like do this because i saw a tweet that really summed it up it said if you split an mlb team into two cities you're basically giving two cities no mlb team and i was like that is right. really accurate and it's it's not I mean if they were to do this with a huge franchise that would obviously be bad but you'd have a little bit more of an edge because people have fans the Rays can't get people in the stadium anyways so like I don't that's half a solution to a big problem it is and I I I have found there is a really large maybe not even large but maybe I'm just so deep in baseball at this point there's a good amount of uh, Rays fans that I see on social media like pretty regularly. I think that they're a, right. like a small but pretty passionate group. So I think yeah. moving them out of Tampa is like I would hate that. I just want them to move them into like you said into Tampa. And they talked about that. The rate they would have to start. They wouldn't be able to start construction on the stadium until 2023. So next year, by the way, it's 2022. It feels weird to say. So Very next weird. year. They could start building it, and the stadium would be at its earliest be ready by 2028. So that raises questions of, like, is it worth just moving this team to another state? Wander Franco is in his, like, sixth MLB season. Yeah. I think his contract would be, like, nearing its end by 2028. He signed 10 years. So, no, it'd have a little bit of length left on it. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be around halfway through it, probably. Which is crazy. Which is still wild. Yeah. I think the it my biggest takeaway from this—not my biggest, it's my mediumest takeaway— 
is that the biggest promise for an MLB expansion team, which I'm personally rooting for, like, and we'll get to the options that we kind of narrowed down this week in the news too, is it's not really the team or organization or prospects of the move. It seems to all be about stadiums. The oh, A's, yeah. they were like, oh, we, we hit our stadium. Maybe we could go to Vegas for that stadium. Like, it's so much about the location more than I realized. But now they can get one in Oakland, so they're staying. Because obviously, moving locations, you sacrifice a lot. It's all about that stadium in baseball, which I think is actually good. Because historical sport tied to the city, very much so. So having that fun stadium, I do think, changes the whole vibe of the organization. So the Rays, I mean... As a Red Sox fan, I'd be kind of fine if they moved. And just as for a baseball fan rooting for, I love when things change up in the MLB, unlike a lot of baseball fans. So I'd be fine if they moved. But seems now more likely to just, hey, build a new stadium that isn't the worst one in the MLB. Move it to a more poppin' place in Florida that there's no sports team. Like, do something like that. That seems like a decent answer, too. Yeah, um, this would be my last point. Then we can move on to our expansion team stuff. Um I think I just get frustrated. If I'm a Rays fan today, I'm frustrated with how, like, the team or the ownership runs the team or the front office runs the team. It's like, like you said, the location of a a ballpark is the biggest thing or even, like, the vibe of your ballpark because the best experience as a baseball fan is being at the game. That's like when you go from a kid to, like, a true fan. It's like when you go to a game and you get that whole experience and, like, seeing it live. And it's like if you don't prioritize the in-ballpark experience, which is, like, the pinnacle of being a baseball fan, and you're disappointed that you can't move your team halfway to another country instead of just trying to prioritize the fans you already have and taking care of them, I'd be frustrated. I would be upset. But let's talk about some expansion teams because this is a fun conversation and I'm excited. Right. So now that the Montreal thing got shut down, we know there's potential, but it didn't go through. Seems like Montreal is going to get either some buzz at least or something actually happening. And then the other team is Nashville. So Nashville and Montreal both got announced. I don't really know how official this is. I just saw like a couple tweets from valid reporters that they're the top two choices on expansion teams. We've been talking about this for a while. Was Montreal your number one and Nashville is mine? Yeah, Montreal is my number one. Not a, It's not like I'm breaking the internet here. They've already been Narity Expos. Right. So that's an easy one to kind of just bring them back. Like in hockey, a constant conversation is bring back the Hartford Whalers. It's like those mm-hmm. old teams get really glorified once they get moved oh, yeah. out of a sports league. People really love the old, the old equipment and jerseys and stuff. So the Expos would be a good one. I'm also into Quebec City. Like, I'm into any Canada spot. You can go Ottawa. I don't care where you go. Just give me another Canada baseball team. I'm even open to two, if I'm being honest with you. I feel like, would there be a fan base in Ottawa? I'm, that's an example. I'm just thinking of, like, other places that professional sports teams reside in. But my hot take is, if you can't get Nashville or, like, a city, don't settle for, like, a smaller, like, U.S. city. I'd rather two Canada teams. I think that could be fun. Because re- I remember, like, the biggest right. thing that I realized during the, like, during COVID is, like, oh, the Blue Jays are straight up on an island. And, like, that, that's kind of tough. It probably is tough to get players to go to Toronto on a play there. If you have a few more teams, you know, maybe softens the schedule for some of the Canada teams. You can do, like, whole Canada road trips when you go play them. Kind of gets a whole another country involved in the baseball, fully invested. Well, I think that could be fun. Not to, not to do all geography on you, but Canada's real big. So if another Canada team... Could be 10 times farther from Toronto than, or sorry, Toronto. Can't pronounce the T, I'm a local. Then it would be from Toronto to New York. 
Oh, yeah, probably. But I'm saying if you're able... Imagine if you get two more baseball teams in there, then... Because everyone's probably a fan of the Blue Jays. But if you're able to create some, like, rivalries between between those teams and stuff, you could... I don't know. I think it'd be cool for baseball. Yeah. I think the biggest issue the Blue Jays face first free agents, which it's not like they have a tough time. They've been pulling some guys the past couple years. Yeah, they've been getting some guys. But I guess the biggest thing, kind of similar to having a team go to... Or having a player go to a team that is in a state that the taxes are rough. They don't seem... I mean, the Angels and Dodgers still get guys, obviously. Um, a lot of guys. But Blue... Like, you have to move to a different country if you're playing it's, for yeah. a Blue Jays. And the taxes are all different. Like, there's a... It's a whole different thing. So, yeah, maybe having two Canada teams would help, like, merge that. I think the biggest thing with expansion teams is, as I've said so many times, baseball is such a historical sport that the Expos would obviously be the biggest layup. Like, even when the Guardians got their new name, everyone wanted the Spiders because it had already existed. Anything uh, new yeah, is bad. Point. Old is good So in baseball. So Montreal, I think, like, that, a Montreal Expos New Jersey would be the most bought jersey for, like, the next 10 years. It would I agree. be the streetwear, like, lock of the century. And then Nashville, it's obviously new, but I think that's knowing the market pretty well. It's in the south. The weather's good, and I... Tennessee's a good like a, sports state. You got the Predators. Right. You got the Titans. They both do really well. See, yeah. I, I, the only thing I'll push... I agree with you on the Expos. I don't really have an, like any bad point on that. I think you're right. It'll crush. But, um... I, I kind of like the idea of a team, an expansion team, being, like, really new age and giving, like, basically— Like the Golden Knights. Yeah. Like, give me something that's, like, really, like, I hear the name and I see the design and I hear the city and I'm kind of a Ooh. little bit like, oh, interesting choice. Because that could be a really good opportunity to pull in new baseball fans. You have a new team and they're, like, young— and they're fun and they're new, so it's a perfect opportunity to bandwagon. And they kind of have like a little bit of a like a social media, like not Savannah Bananas because that's a little too far, but mm-hmm. that type of energy where it's like really loose and it's like, oh, I want to be a part of this community. And you can be like, I was a fan since day one. Whereas if you bring back like Montreal, it's like you know they were already here, so it's a little bit right. hard. I would love. I think that'd be really good. Good, good opportunity for growth. This is such a good. That's such a good point because I agree merging that minor league baseball world would be great for the younger generation. Mm-hmm. The problem with that is it would be probably 25 years before the majority of people would accept it because That's baseball true. audience, the average baseball audience member is like 65. So they're obviously not going to be like, oh, let's have a brand new team in Nashville and name them the like Ligmas. Like <laughs> That's obviously not going to fly. So – it's kind. If MLB was to do that, they'd be betting heavily for the future, which I think is what they'd want to do. I think that's do, what you gotta do. But I just don't like people. Really, Here's I how mean, I would at, view it. Um, just like my point, I do agree with you. It'd be pushed back heavily, but it doesn't really matter what any fan of a team already thinks. You're just trying to find out because baseball's so local. If you're a te- right. fan of another team, you're not gonna like the new Nashville team. As like you're not going to root for them. You might like their designs, and then you might may like the tweet when they announce it. But what you're trying to appeal to is the people who don't have a team or that market. And if a Nashville team comes into your market, whether they're named the Wet Toes or the Hornets, you're going to like them because they're your home team. Right. I just like using the Golden Knights as the, as the example. They got a lot of hate. Came in, right. 
but that came in and they were good right away and now they're just like a household name like if you ask people to name hockey teams they're probably in the top 10 of names people name he's a big market like it's just it's worked i think right now that's impossible for baseball to do successfully even though how we'd want that so much but i just don't see that happening if they brought back the expos that i think that would be such it like that move makes so much more sense even though if you had to ask me i'd probably say yeah give me the nashville whatever you're gonna call the name brand like but putting in a brand new logo name brand identity color scheme it'd be so cool but like what are the chances that that would work and weighing that with the golden knights were the these at first i think the name isn't great but i don't think it it work um and everything just kind of clicked and they were good right away but then going back to the historical point a lot of the names in the mlb aren't good at like the core like the athletics they named the team in like the 1700s and were like, this sounds good. They're playing, they're being athletic. You can't do that now because it'd be dumb. But if you name a team something new and that makes sense, people also think it's dumb because it's not old. So the brand new team, I think you're fighting an uphill battle. Uh, I agree. I, I do think it's an uphill battle, but I think it's a battle that we need to lead the charge on, Jack, because I think that's baseball's issue. And like, just a lot of the lockout thing is everybody's just so reluctant to change and so reluctant to accepting that there's a new generation of fans. And maybe right. you have to be careful of the name because it can't be anything that looks like re- become irrelevant. It has to be evergreen. So right. you'd have to be careful of how you market and introduce it. But I really don't think that the name matters. I don't. As long as you have, like, a non, like, dumb name that will expire in 10 years and people are like, wait, what is that even referencing? Like, if the Cleveland Guardians come out this year and are a playoff team and are really good, no one's going to say anything about the name. Right. It's all about how the organization is. The Guardians is the benchmark. It's a – that – I think the Guardians is honestly the best – name they could have come up with that it just blends in with the other names because yeah it's simple you most like what do the dodgers mean what are the red Sox? what are the yankees like th- they're not very literal names so guardians kind of blends in like they have a good meaning everything lines up but at surface level it's like okay the guardians i going into the minor leagues a little bit and we have some minor league news i don't think you can go that direction there's a balance I, right which is i mean I'm so curious. I just really want it to happen to see, like, if there was a Montreal or not. If they go to Montreal, what if they don't go with the Expos? Like, that'd be wild. If you go to Montreal, you got to go Expos. That's a layup. But I, I do. I worry. I think the idea is there, and I think it's a risk for MLB. A good risk. Like, they'll get public backlash for doing it. But I think it's again like a good public backlash when the Seattle Kraken announced their logo and everything. Everyone didn't like it. There's going to be a large majority of people. No one's going to like anything. Anything. Anything you come out with, people are going to hate. People like to hate things. It's kind of I. Sometimes I'll see something and I'm like, eh, I'm not a fan of that, just because right. it's fun too. But I view that as a really crucial move. If you're going to expand, you can't. I don't think you can take a boring approach to it. My only worry is I just don't know if MLB can execute it because they haven't shown me in the past right. that we're, we know how to tap into it, a young audience. It seems like they're oh, making the right strides. Would be so sick, dude. That'd be so fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the whole lockout stuff is kind of a pushback, but ignoring the lockout stuff, which we can talk about a little bit, there's some new news. Um, the last season was probably the most progressive season they've ever had like young talent 
even blowing up on TikTok, which, I mean, we're kind of biased. We're on there a lot, but they know how to attract young viewers. So that gives me hope. But even, like, just thinking as Rob Manfred, which is not a fun place to be in. So simplify it. It's a dark that. mindset. It's very dark. <laughs> is it financially worth it to pick that new young team that might pay off in 30 years when who knows if modern-day sports will be what modern-day sports are now? I agree. I just think it's your best opportunity, and then we can move on because I think we've hit this topic pretty hard. I think it's your best opportunity to capture a new eye beyond a year. Like the Expos will capture eyes for two to three years, and then I feel like that'll fade, and they'll just become right. – I think the – Because they're not vintage anymore. Exactly. They're just normal again. Bingo. Whereas if you go to a new market, you'll lose a little charm after a couple years, but you'll also have and like a new style and a new approach to the game. Not only will you have gathered like a different fan base and like tapped into potentially a younger audience. At that point, though, the bandwagon effect will also wear off. And then if you're cool and new and hip, maybe you could potentially attract people, and then other teams can try to become. As they like, if the athletics right. do change your name instead of changing to the Vegas athletics, maybe they look at that and they go, Oh, that's a cool approach to take. We'll also right. rebrand to a little bit of a more modern style, and they'll also take See, it. City Edition uniforms is the biggest stride <sighs> yeah. of doing that, that's so I, I'm all in. What Nashville team, because obviously we know what the Montreal colors would be, Nashville team, what are the colors that you imagine? I like the, I like the Predators uh, colors, I like the yellow. I'm a big fan of yellow, I feel like it would work for Nashville. Um, I think it'd have to be done well because it, it. I would. I don't know what the secondary color would be, because you got I, the pirates with the yellow, obviously. So I think I would. I would like a really light yellow and then maybe a different, like a white or a gray. I don't know. Where would you go? Yep. I'm seeing orange and light blue. Oh, that would be so fire! That's such the right tint of orange and light blue. Maybe the coldest combination of clothing out there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of like the Titan blue, and then orange is like a secondary. It ha- I, the, My Very only pushback modern. on that is it's maybe a little too modern, and the way fashion Very. will work, it could like in five years that it might be old. Yeah. yeah, but it's sick now, Under, but in a well, couple years what that color, might be out. Because I, you can't do another blue, red, and white team. No, if you give me white and blue, I'm literally going to like jump out yeah. the window. Red and blue are in like like 50% of MLB lo- sports logos as a whole. Oh. So, I mean, maybe forest green. It's like Nashville. Maybe a brass. Like I like a orangey te- gold. Uh, I like a teal. Um, like a, uh, If you're going to do light blue, you just got to find a good color to contrast it. Um, right. I don't know. It, it'd be interesting to see because the color is, is a little bit more difficult because style changes so quick. So I'm okay if they go a little bit blander on the uniforms um, color-wise because that would yeah. make sense. I mean, it would also play off the name too. The name is the biggest thing. I love – new teams like i gotta order a guardians something i do i got so many jerseys i have a list of jerseys that i want to order i'm just so poor oh what would, quickly <laughs> what would your name be for the nashville like just right off the head i don't because the names that people come up with won't be the thing because you don't want to go like mlb doesn't do the whole like utah jazz like, yeah they don't the name doesn't really relate to the location as much as other leagues so i don't i really don't know for some reason, I like the Rocket Men. I don't know why. I like the Nashville Rocket. I mean, that's men. just Elton John. I feel like yeah. he's got that unlock. He does, but you know that'd be kind of fire. The Beatles. That could be sick. 
They're not trademarked. Where are the Beatles from? England, right? Yes. Nashville? <laughs> They're from Nashville. They're country singers. Beatles, big Nashville presence. They really oh, yeah. resonate there. Now, oh, yeah. I, I'd have to think about that, but we know what you shouldn't be thinking about, Jack. Shaving your balls. Hairy balls. Valentine's Day is coming like up. I like hairy balls. And I wrote a little um, poem for you. Oh, I thought I was the poet here. Nope. I've actually wrote so many poems, and here's one of them. Roses are red. Violets are blue. Don't let a wild pube wreck you. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and our sponsors at Manscaped are here to help you with the best tools to get your balls ready for this special occasion. February 14th. Is that the day of it? February 14th is the day of Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, one of the most hairy days of the year. This V-Day, it's time to join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use code ICE for 20% off and free shipping. This product, I mean the Lawnmower 4.0 package, it's got everything. You can use it in the shower, which I Love like to a do good because shower shave. vision is great. It's the best. I do everything in the shower. I brush my teeth. I watch TV. I do a lot of things that probably aren't viewed as ex- normal oh, in no. the continental <laughs> United States. But why not get a little trim in there too? It's water. It, you can use it in the water. You can use it in the dark. It's the perfect tool for the job. Guys, we put we put our ladies through so much during the year. And if you're going to show up on Valentine's Day with pubes, a full set of ungroomed pubes, you're just doing it dirty. I, you know it's I a special night. Show up. I have an idea. What's your idea? I have an idea. I'm sorry I have to interrupt you. February 13th, National Shave Your Balls Day. Love that. That's a huge moment. If you yeah. aren't shaving your balls for on February 13th, what are you even doing? Like, I'm going to be shaving what my balls. Doing? That's what's going to happen. That's At manscaped.com, 20% off, code ICE. Get your free shipping. Activate, guys. Let's stop being lazy. It's time to activate and shave your balls. Use the little yeah. spotlight, wireless charging, nice and easy. Your balls and lady and and or men will thank you. So use our promo code ICE for 20% off. That's a bargain. And exclusive worldwide free shipping. Get the whole package. Comes with a bunch of stuff. Have some fun on Valentine's Day, and remember February 13th, the may, arguably the most important day in our nation's history. Shave your balls day. Thank you, Manscaped. Love you. Love you, Manscaped. Shall we talk about lockout? Yeah, let's do a quick little lockout roundup. we got some lockout news. Day 51 of the lockout. I like to think of that Mr. Krabs meme of him ringing the bell. Like, hey, mm-hmm. whatever it is. I know you didn't watch SpongeBob growing up because you suck, but. I know that reference because I think you said it last podcast, too. Yeah, it's my number one reference right now. I yeah. love it. Um, day 51 of the lockout. We're getting a little bit of movement, What you would get if you know you shaved your balls for Valentine's True. Day. Um, <laughs> there's some news. Uh, MLB offered the MLBPA a con- uh, negotiation or a CBA to them. They didn't really offer anything good. They offered incentives to keep players in the big leagues, um, like if a player wins – Cy Young or Rookie of the Year, they get an extra draft pick, the team, which seemed a little confusing, and then they offered to increase salary after two years, but none of the big topics were talked about, luxury tax, etc., none of that was talked about, so no real movement, it was a bad offer on the part of the MLB. The PA is supposed to be countering this week, apparently, so we're getting an offer a week, Jack, but the only issue is spring training starts in less than a month. Yeah, at this point... Honestly, 
I don't care about the blah, blah, blah. Like, we're going to get, I like seeing the notifications and the headlines. They're meeting, they're meeting, good. That's all great. But really, who cares? I, what the people want to know, oh, I just cracked my knuckles mid yeah, this is the most heated I've ever seen you. The floor is <laughs> yours. Go off I'm trying, right to, I'm trying to flex Dude, on Dude, you just right went now. nuts. I was like, whoa. <laughs> what the people really want to know is how much of the season are we missing? What part of spring are we missing? Because the most important thing is that we don't miss opening day. Like, if opening day can happen on day one, ultimately we're happy. But no matter what, it seems at this point, unless something, unless they accept this next offer, which seems impossible, it's more impossible than, or less impossible than you actually using the Manscaped thing on Valentine's Day for a valid purpose, <laughs> is we can't miss any of the process. Because even when pitchers and catchers report late, that's going to be a storyline. Someone wasn't ready. Someone's hurt. If spring training starts late, that affects the whole hype for the baseball season. People won't be ready. And it seems like that's not an option right now like it seems like something's going to be missed something's going to be lost which sucks because for us as content traders in the baseball world and just for as the baseball fan once you hit late february even which is so soon early march mid-march late march you want to be full like getting ready for opening day not being like i wonder if opening day will happen that's how you lose fans and the market is growing so much right now that would suck poppy can i go off for a minute that was a great rant by the way thank you i am feeling it Oh, what are we doing? Baseball was so hot in the streets, man. <laughs> that literally, that was like a sound effect that it felt like I was a director and I was like, all right, do it now. Like you're pretending to be Sid the Sloth. Like, and then you read your line. <laughs> like that's, I think that's a line from Ice Age. I might be an actor. Nobody ever said that I, I'm going to update my Instagram bio and be like actor. Mm-hmm. Um, IMDb. Yes, and just put the number of followers I have. So in case people didn't read it on top, they know now. Right. But – what are we doing, guys? Come on. An offer a week? What are we moving at here? Why can you only offer one a week? It's like there. It's like a girl. It's like I'm texting a girl in high school. If she takes 45 minutes to respond, I'm taking 45 minutes to respond. Right. That's how they're acting. So they're dumb. like, he took six days and 32 minutes to send an offer. We're going 633. We are taking the power. Guys, let's speed this along. I cannot... Yeah handle an offer a week pace where you guys are going to meet for 10 minutes and leave you know how short 10 minutes is i take poops that are doubles at on the day and we're operating at a 10 minute clip here what are you just trying to get your ad revenue let's speed it up a little bit i don't see a world where they make multiple offers a week maybe at the very end which is which sucks but I get it. There's a lot of stuff to do. A lot of Why stuff can't you sit in the room and be like, oh, this is what we're willing to give? And be like, okay, right. we don't want but, that here. That seems simple. Right. And I, the thing I hate is I think time is being used as kind of the crunch for both sides. Because obviously you don't want to miss the season. Then everyone loses money. But that's kind of the one bargaining offer. It's like when you get upset and you're like, I'm just not going to do it anymore. I feel like that's what both sides are doing. They're like, oh, if you don't want to give us money... I don't care if we miss spring training. So ultimately, we the fans, I mean, we're not getting millions of dollars. We just want to watch baseball, and we're the ones suffering. Yeah, uh, I'm very – the owners suck. Like, I'm very out on owners in general. It, yeah. It's so frustrating to watch and say, just all I want to do is watch the Angels suck, be really good the opening series and then suck the rest of the season. That's a great time for me. I really enjoy yeah, that. I, That's what I'm looking forward like, to. I'm not going to pretend I know anything about anything like yeah, i don't, don't know, know 
the owner's agenda. I don't know the player's agenda. If they even have agendas, I'll, I I mean, ulti- I trust that they both. No, I don't trust that they're both. I was gonna say I trust trade. no one. <laughs> yeah, I trust no one in this world of cruelty. But I just want to watch baseball. So I'm like, I'm just viewing this whole thing as when do I get to watch the ball go? Yeah, I know. I see a lot of people have really passionate arguments on uh, both sides of it. And I'm like, I just want to put the game on. I'm like, is that so much to ask? Bottom line, I'm never going to have a billion dollars, and I'm never going to be able to throw a ball 100 miles per hour. No chance. Unless I I might be able to do that. That's true. A couple more, like, resistance band workouts, and you might have a billion dollars. I could. I could have a billion (laughs) dollars. It's just so so annoying, man. What do you think is more likely? You throwing 100 miles per hour... In the next 50 years, or are you making a billion dollars in the next 50 years? Well, I did send an email to Darman today asking if I could be in one of his videos, so I'm, I'm okay. hoping that that I mean, out. what is residuals after 10 years? Maybe 250 Yeah, 250 I make 250 I could get some money yeah. off a Darman video. Uh, dude, uh, that I could act the hell out of one of those videos, bro. I'd crush it. Yeah. Line, what are we doing? <laughs> yes. Absolutely yes. killed it. Cringy acting is right <laughs> on my head. Um, my last note on the lockout, um, I actually don't have a last note. Just give me baseball. That's all I want. I'll do, I'll do oh, the last note. Oh, I did have a last note. At this, if we don't get some sort of big news within the next 10 days, we're missing a month of baseball. If we don't have something right. by February 1st, because one of what's going to happen, We're screwed. the owners are going to say, we'll wait till the start of spring training. Then the players want to crack. And the players will say, we'll wait till the start of spring training, because then the owners are going to crack. And guess what? No one's going to crack, and no one's going to have a real contract offer, and they're going to be sitting there watching reruns of Ice Age 2, and we're going to be like, oh, great. Let's start negotiating now. That's going to take three weeks. It's going to be March 1st, and then we're going to be like, oh, we need to do a whole spring training session. Bam. Missing a month of baseball, and I'm upset. Ice Age has gotten like three name drops this episode, and that's huge for them. Huge press. They haven't gotten that in a while. Dude, Ice Age is um, a really good film series. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's Dawn great. of the Dinosaurs I mean, went nuts. <laughs> I might have to watch that tonight. Shout out Disney Plus, which is such a good product. I mean, good I product. could. Not sponsored, but maybe. Maybe one day. Yeah, well, is this a pump and dump scheme for Disney? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, worst, best case scenario, because I've heard some rumors. That are probably fake, but I've started to see the rumors, and that might just be people are real sick of this whole thing, saying it's going to end sooner than people think. So that gives us, you little hope listeners, like, maybe it's going to end soon. Maybe this offer will be a big step forward to this whole thing actually ending. But let's think worst case scenario. Kind of, let's think pandemic-wise. When the lockdown first started and we're thinking, what is this, a month thing? Maybe six months and then we'll be good. We're on coming up on like year two. I feel like that worst case, like real reality that it would still be lingering is like we could miss like three months of the season. I think if they miss any games, huge loss. Obviously. I think if they miss one game because of this lockout, they're going to turn off so many fans. It's going to be such right. a bad – like the progress they made from last year, which I agree, which was like a super progressive year for baseball, young and hip, and the progress they've, they've been making for the past three or four years, all out the window. Back at square one. I have a pick for you. I have a bold prediction that I don't want to pick, so I'm going to give it to you. I like this. I'll take because it. Because I've already – you know I've already picked the Guardians to win the World Series. My reputation is already in the dirt, so let's add to it. Right. Yeah, and this will actually help a little bit because you trash on the Reds, but the last two MLB lockouts, after they've ended, the Reds have won the World Series. 
So picking the Reds to win the World Series could be huge for you. That could be huge. Yeah, I'm going to take that pick, guys. I had this really revolutionary pick. Uh, I think the Reds are going to win the <laughs> yeah, World Series. Edit my part out, and yeah, just, you dude, can double. I'm it. in charge better than this pod. That means you're getting absolutely – every time you say something smart, I'm just going to cut it. Just like mm-hmm. a weird word. I'm going to cut randomly in it. Yeah. I like that. I do have something I want to announce to you. Okay. Uh, it's been really stressful these past couple weeks on me. Uh, I've been going through some stuff, guys, on a, on a personal level. And okay. I've had a realization about myself – that I, I just felt like I should tell you on the pod. I didn't want to text you it because it wouldn't hit the same. But okay, here it is. This is it's really emotional for me. Um, Get, wait, th- can I stop you? Yeah. This is really good acting. If it is act- like I'm not even sure if it's acting. Thank you. I've been I've been practicing in this okay. <laughs> monologue. But could you please not put my emotions? So I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Thank Continue. You. Um, I, I'm I'm a Pirates fan. They're my second team. The Pittsburgh Pirates are my second favorite team. I'm officially ordering a shirt. I'm going to order a jersey of a player once they stop trading them. I'm going to order a jersey of a player. I, for this season, I'm locking it in. My second team that I'm going to root for is the Pirates. If the Red Sox aren't on, I'm going to watch Pittsburgh Pirates games. I'm getting in early. It's Bitcoin. I'm putting all my money in there now, and I'm going to ride and die with them. I might be tweeting about the Pirates in mid-June. That's going to happen. I, I'm proud of you for making this announcement on air. It was air, a bold one. And I support you no matter what. I'm now going to play the part. So that's the supportive parent. Now I'm going to play the part of the not supportive parent. This is just a phase. You've gone through so many teams. This is just a phase. No, You're not, not. going to land it's here. different. <laughs> You've said this so many times, but you never end up ordering anything. You're never really supportive. You can't stray away from the Red Sox, and you know that. I'm still a Red Sox diehard, but my second team. You know how every year we come with a second team and we're like, who am I rooting for this year? And how we never had a solid NL team. They're my solid NL team. The the thing with that, though, is they're not a solid team. Like, this is a 10-year investment. I am putting it into like like a— You can't—2023, you can't not be a Pirates fan because that would waste your 2022. Have I ever said anything on this podcast that I haven't followed through on? (laughs) Never. That's true. No, you've you've been 100% accurate. I am flawless. I am not— Guys— don't doubt my fandom. I just think you're a little bit jealous he, of the relationship that I have with the Pirates now. And you're, I wonder, you're searching for that for yourself. And that's okay. As, You'll find your love one day. Right. As having, I feel like in the baseball world, I killed that I've acting. experienced a lot. No, honestly, great acting. We're going to talk about that off air. I think I've experienced a lot of the baseball things that some things you're experiencing now. And I'm kind of an elder in that way, I believe. I'm older than you. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but there's a difference between wisdom and age. I believe this is because you were drafted in MLB The Show to the Pirates. I have the ability to decline comments. Is that <laughs> because when I was younger, if I would get my Road to the Show player, I would build up and I'd love him. And whatever, I was drafted by the Orioles, and I almost bought an Orioles jersey because of that connection. And I'm 100% sure that is what happened. Close case. Are you saying that I am similar to the mind thought, the thought process of a 12-year-old? Is How that crazy is that I knew that? It's a little crazy. It's, a little it's crazy. wild. I don't know why you just can't say, good for you, man. You always got to be putting me down, bro. I did. No, that's what I said first. Okay, good. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm not going to say how this relationship developed because, um, you know, I don't want to get canceled. My leaked DMs between me and the Pirates about some about some stuff. But the, I will say the Pirates are probably the one team that isn't getting bandwagon yet, like, at all. I'm so Maybe, early. maybe the only unique thing we could do right now is 
go full in on the pirates, and I'm, I kind of like it. Like, I'm in on the pirates now. Bit. I'm I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna oh, get I a mean, pirates. Tri- By the way, only sneaky is, clean jerseys. I really like them. When they're on, like good. When the pirates are good, everything gets better. Their logo is really clean. Their 2013 really clean. Andrew McCutcheon and those jerseys. Yeah. <sighs> I with the long hair. That. Yeah, I was should have known. Yeah, I was laying some Easter eggs for you to go find, but you didn't. I like that. I was on Google Images. Wow. Like, wow, I love I love this era. We've learned a lot. The lockout is still going on. You're a Pirates fan now. It's a dark time. And the Rays are not moving, but the Nashville will probably have an orange in their color scheme. It really will. Uh, you want to do a little quick baseball uh, minor league meme news, and then we can get out of here because, you know, we're a traveling bunch. Yeah, why don't you set it up? Well, I pee, go pee? Or should I hold it? I got to pee real Just bad. hold. We'll be like five minutes. You can, you can hold oh, it. Yeah, because okay. it's only funny if we do it together. I don't like leaving right. me alone on the right. Zoom. I get sad. Okay, so the Portland Pickles. Everyone's seen this now. They kind of blew up the internet. The mascot, is it Dill? Dylan is his full Dylan. name. Dylan I, T. Pickle. I love a really good pun in a mascot name. I think it's like essential to a good mascot. Oh, yeah. Got to have like some good setup. He got into some hot water. You know, he went into his Snapchat private mode, and some, one of the photos leaked onto the internet, and it yeah. it went viral. Skittles got in on the conversation. Snickers had a sneaky comment in there. I was like, oh, no, Manscaped. Dylan. Shout out our sponsor. Yeah, Manscaped <laughs> had something. I was like, Dylan didn't clean up before he went on the internet. It got a little wild. Yeah. He, she showed, he showed a little bit too much of his kosher dill. That tweet got like seven hundred thousand likes. It went nuts. I was like, should <laughs> I follow crazy. and deal with process? Um, yeah, really, really funny. Overall, I think harmless enough that I don't think anyone really got offended, if, and it was just really funny. It was a great tweet, and I was like, this is the lockout content. This is why I have Twitter. I was like, I'm not a huge right. Twitter guy, but I'm like, this is the reason I have Twitter. So I was a big fan. Good job, yeah. Dale. Another huge mascot news or team news, the Sugarland Steeders, which I believe were your eighth pick in our minor league team draft, they have now changed my... their names. So I know my draft is ruined, and I have a your big issue ruined. with this. I saw this dude, and I almost texted you about it, but I was yeah. like, I'm not going to. They've changed to the Space Cowboys, and this is a AAA team. AAA name change for the Astros, that's pretty significant. Like a AAA team changed their name, AAA teams people actually know about. So that's pretty, pretty cool. They changed their name from a blood-sucking insect that is universally despised by everyone to a space cowboy, which I think, if I've done my math right, is the Mandalorian. I guess. There's also that really bad song, Space Cowboys, that plays in every grocery store across, across America that Right. I hate. It's also a movie. It is. I'm out on it. I thought that the reason I picked the Skeeters in our draft, Patreon, or – no, that was on the main channel. Um the reason yeah. I picked the Skeeters in the draft is because they're so unique. They are so they strike so much fear in you. And you're going to get rid of them and go to the Space Cowboys, bro? That was so Disrespectful. U- I'm very out on I'm- this. Whoever made this marketing decision, I would like to take you to Arby's and just buy you a meal. That's all I'm going to do to you. Well, that is a hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm in on the Space Cowboys. Ugh. They may be... The the what the pirates are to you are the space cowboys. I'm getting in early. I want to get on their good side. I think it's a fun enough name that also that follow back on TikTok. could get work. Get out of here. Yeah, same for the pirates for you. Let's just, let's just not be silly. To be here. honest, I think we could secure the follow from the pirates. Yeah, but what's more realistic, space cowboys? Also, um, shout out the pickles and Dylan T. Pickle for following us. So we're friends. Yeah, I know. I send him DMs sometimes. Space cowboys. 
I wouldn't hate it if it wasn't the Skeeters. They just hit me close to heart. Like, I love the Skeeters, bro. So. For what, like three months? You why do you always gotta limit my? Sometimes when you meet the one, it's the one. You always put these That's time fair. caps no, on them. Okay. You haven't known each other for five. Maybe well, I mean, you should have moved in on, together. You've but, already moved on to the pirates, dude. I'm I'm a fluctuant man. Open relationships. 2021, 2022. That's true. Wow, that's so weird to say. It's 2028, and the race just moved to Montreal. Thanks for listening. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I think that's about it for us guys. Again, thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped. Twenty percent off. We got code Ice. We'll be back next week, audio only as well, guys. We got a lot of big stuff in the work. We published our first ever fun, YouTube fun. video. If you guys want to go check that out, youtube.com slash weekend ice. It'll also it might be a link below. I don't know. We'll see. But you guys can go check that out as well. Patreon.com if you guys want an extra episode of the podcast. If you guys want to know why we're audio only behind the scenes stuff, we'll be talking about it on the Patreon podcast before anywhere else. So make sure you go check that out. And we'll see you next week. Take it easy and stay chilly. Bye. I love you.